For Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where we, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. I just want you to know I'm so excited about what we're going to do today with my friend Doug McSwain has joined me and And I want to thank Noonday Exploration for making today's show possible. You can reach them at 903-530-9352 or at NoondayExploration.com. They buy gas and oil and gas royalties from estates, and that's how they help families. Now, Doug McSwain joined me recently to do a show that we're calling... A father shares about his son's suicide, and and Doug was so gracious. And in that show, I also gave you some of his credentials, but I don't want to take another minute today. Doug is with me to tell us what we need to know about mental health in our own families. So, Doug, thank you so much for doing this with me today. Yeah, Kathy, thank you for having me. Uh, can I say something really quick? Anything uh, you want to say, it's your time. You know... People would think that a lawyer uh, would know what to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are in a business to where we advise others as to mm-hmm. what to do. When I face mental illness in my son, you know, honestly, I didn't know what to do. Uh, you know, I'd go on the Internet, check out the National Alliance on Mental Illness, NAMI. Mm-hmm. I'd go everywhere trying to find something that could give me a clue as to what I could do. And you had all those... Go ahead. I was going to say you had all those resources available because you were so successful in your business. You could travel anywhere in the United States to get help, and you did. I did. Yeah, we took him everywhere. Uh, I found out the best facilities at the time. Unfortunately, there were none in Texas. Uh, Mm. And I said, okay, but here's the problem we Mm -hmm. went through. Uh, You know, we we went insular. Uh, You know, when Patrick developed mental illness, Mm -hmm. we went insular. By insular, you mean you meant you you turned inward rather than look sharing with your close oh. friends because you have so much community around you, Doug. People love you and Mo. They love your family. I know my family loves your family, and everybody around you loves you. Yeah, but we went insular because okay. how do you tell somebody that your kid has schizophrenia, mm. uh, or you know how are they going to look at you? Uh, once you do that, I think people you know, do. That was that I was think a pe- big mistake. On I think part. people. One thing that we run into, especially among Christians, is sometimes we feel really judged, and so I just I just want my listeners to hear me say, 
because I post abortive and I talk about my abortion, I found that people are not nearly as judgmental as we think they're going to be. Um, so I, yeah, I, and that's a good, that's a good, that's a good analogy. So you know, most Christians think that through prayer and you know pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, you're going to get better. And they don't realize it's a disease. Right. It's a major disease. It's a malfunction. It's a malfunction of your body, specifically your brain and your, I guess, our, our, is dopamine and serotonin, those are harm, hormones or what, how, how do you? How do you characterize that those chemicals in your brain? Well, dopamine is what washes the zebra brain when he sees the lion. He's got a second to determine whether he's going to get away or he's going to become lunch. Okay. Serotonin is what helps you fall asleep. So at night, you try to calm down, you fall asleep. So the brain gives you serotonin. For those with depression, the brain is constantly sending serotonin. Mm -hmm. And we don't know why yet, but there's research going on. But if you are constantly hit by dopamine, then you schizophrenic, bipolar, that's why somebody with bipolar has a manic phase, mm-hmm. and because dopamine's washing his or her brain, and then serotonin hits in because brain can't take it that long, mm-hmm. and so then they're in depression. So they are called bipolar. Uh, yeah, and that's how it works. It's a chemical imbalance in the brain. Yeah. So, so when we uh, found out about Patrick and we worked with him and then when we lost him for about two years, I sat in my chair, got this great chair downstairs, would turn out the lights and just do nothing. Mm-hmm. Do nothing. That's a, that was quite a change for you. Oh, God. I'd help so many people mm. on their way, but yet I couldn't help my son mm. find his way. Uh, and he so. was he was such a precious child, too. I, I don't want to miss a chance to say that. He was so dear. You, you have three beautiful children, and Patrick was a great loss to everyone. Well, you know, and Patrick was a warrior. He fought that disease. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to help him. And I kept looking for new things, something that I could give him help for. Mm-hmm. But eventually, he, he developed uh, the outpouring of it where I think it becomes terminal. He was going, I'm not sick, you're sick. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. So he would go, Dad, you know, come on, give me a break. I'm not sick. You're the sick one. And I go, son, that's not so. Mm. He he couldn't change his mind any more so 
and I can change the mind of somebody who's in psychosis. You you just can't do it. You can talk to them. Mm -hmm. You can hear them, but you can't change their mind. If they think the the world, uh, the moon is made of green cheese, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to change them. Well, let me ask you this, Doug. If if a mom is listening today and she's recognizing some of these symptoms you've been describing, like the crazy hyper mental ability to think, 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 and and just like inner, so inner, like the Energizer Bunny almost of all these really far fetched ideas that seem logical to the person, and so she was recognizing that in her son. And I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it 15 to 25 where young men are most in at risk for suicide? No, 18 to 25. Okay. Uh, the males develop the mental illness okay, what, later in the girls, but one-fourth of our population has a mental illness. And then when you add on uh, the families, you're talking about better than 70%. Yeah, you. I want to talk some more about that, but it, let's say a mom is listening and she says, oh, you know, this is this is probably what we're dealing with. What What is one way she can take care of herself? Well... Are you talking about the mom? Yeah, like a mom realizes she's got mental health issues with her kids, and now how can she take care of herself? Well, first of all, she needs to get on medication. We, you know, back when we were dealing with Patrick, the medications were hard. They had side effects, you know, that were just really hard. Mm-hmm. Now, it's so much better. Now... There's not as much a stigma about right. mental illness, except the only time we see mental illness in the press is when somebody goes out and kills a bunch of people. Right, yeah. And well, that's a sad thing. So are you talking about medication for her, like finding someone to help her figure out what medication regimen to use with her child who has mental health issues? Yes. Okay. Well, and, and even if she has some, because remember, it's genetic Okay. So, you know, within our family, there's a history of mental illness. Uh, not, not with me or with Mo, but yeah, history. But if so, me or Mo had it, we would need to get treatment. But more importantly, there are great meds out there, like you know, UT Northeast. Uh, okay. It's UT North now. There are great psychiatrists out there. Okay, and that's that's good to know. No, well, there is. Uh, we have advanced the treatment in East Texas since the first piece of mine. Yes, they, no doubt. They uh, know how to handle it. We uh, had, they know. We had- we have about two minutes before we go to the break, or maybe even one minute. So I want to just reemphasize, and then we'll we'll come back and talk to some more. I have some more questions for you, Doug. But before we go, I just want to emphasize. So what you're telling me is, what I'm hearing you say is that for families who are struggling with mental illness, to realize it's a true illness, a physical condition, and that the best thing you can do is begin by sharing that information with people that are closest to you so that you have a support 
system in place yeah. and then get yeah. med- get medical uh, professionals involved in the process so you begin to get treatment, not just for your kids, but maybe for yourself as well. I'm sad oh, we yeah. have to go to break. Doug, I'm, stay tuned. We're coming right back, and we have lots more to talk about. Okay. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Chimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. I'm here with Mary Ottman, and I asked her to tell you about Water to Thrive. Water to Thrive builds wells and changes lives for people living in rural villages in Africa. Waterborne illnesses have killed more people than all of the armed conflicts combined since World War II. In fact, 5,000 children under the age of five die each day from waterborne diseases. Since 2008, Water to Thrive has built 750 wells, benefiting 400,000 people. You can make a difference by donating at www.watertothrive.org. Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Each week, join Coach Frankie Picasso for Mission Unstoppable, where you'll meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Join Frankie Picasso every week for Mission Unstoppable and learn how. Stop. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu? Whenever. It's home. Where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We're at Fireside Talk Radio, and my friend Doug McSwain has joined me today. He's generously sharing wisdom that he learned because of the tragic situation that developed in his family with mental health issues with one of his kids. And so I want to thank you, Doug, for being here. And, and I know I've heard you say that God is behind all the good that has come out of this terrible tragedy with Patrick's de- death. And I know you started that peace of mind 
conference, part of what happened for you was you and Mo decided to use all that grief and all the energy that was created because of your anguish, you decided to pour it out and help other families so they wouldn't have to go through everything that you experienced. So talk to me a little bit about how that is changing your perspective and what God is doing now. So uh, I've got a chair downstairs, uh, and light comes into the chair sometimes. So I was sitting in that chair, and all of a sudden, a bright light comes shining. Mm. And I'm going, wow, okay, it's not the right (laughs) time, it should be dark, and I've got this bright Mm. light. And God tells me, you know, I don't want Joey Behar, or whatever her name is, say I'm communicating directly with God, but I was. (laughs) And he said, this is what I want you to do. I want you and Mo and your family to become my representatives in the field of mental health, and I'll bless you. Wow. So, you know, Kirk Calhoun didn't know me from Adam. And all of a sudden, I call Kirk Calhoun, and he responds to me. And wow. The thing we know, we've got some stuff going on. Or, you know, my, my favorite was Fred Smith. You know Fred? Oh, Fred Smith. He's he's just a, such a forth, force, a dynamic force for good. And he okay, does it so, so quietly Fred. behind the scenes. I went to Fred and I said, you know, I want to do a conference on mental illness. Fred thought about it, and then he said, no, uh, I'm not going to help you. So I went back to that same chair, and all of a sudden, you know, the light shone again. And next day, I get a call from Fred. (laughs) Does God won't leave me alone? Oh, We're gonna help that sounds just like you. He's my conference. And I go, okay, great. Mm. And then it was, you know, now what? So I had to find speakers. I had to find. And so, you know, one of my primary speakers, uh, targets, was Kay Warren. You know, Rick and Kay Warren, Purpose Driven Life. Mm. They had lost a son to suicide. So really? I thought, yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how to reach her. So I called her office staff and told them what I wanted to do. And then mm. next thing I know, Kay Warren's coming. Wow. And, wow. You know, we thought, again, that we would have do good if we had a hundred, two hundred there, and it, we were packed out. We we were having to put people on a waiting list. Wow! The demand is so huge. And you're people you've been would call us. Mm-hmm. They would call us begging. My son has a mental illness. My daughter Mm. has a mental illness. My Mm. mom has a mental illness. Please let me in. Oh, wow. Wow. And that was, 
you know, starting from month four. So I was going, okay, Lord, how are you going to work this out? It worked out that we got everybody in that day. Wow. And it was amazing. Now, your listeners can go on Peace of Mind, P-E-A-C-E, of MindTyler.com, and they can click there, and they'll get Kay Warren's speech. Mm-hmm. They'll get another guy who is just riveting, Fred Freeze. He's schizophrenic, and he works at Case Western, but he was... Uh, riveting to mm-hmm. me. I've done. I've been on that website, and those are great speeches for listeners who might be struggling with the need for information. Those are great. That is a great source of information. Yeah, that's exactly. peaceofmind.com. It's peaceofmindtyler.com. Okay. You don't put the Tyler in there, you don't get there. Okay, peaceofmindtyler.com, T-Y-L-E-R. Well, those are, I've been on the website, and those are really helpful. And and I'm so grateful for everything that you've been willing to share with us on this show. So tell me, when you think about the information that was most helpful to you or the words that were most comforting in this process, what comes to your mind? Like, say somebody is listening, and they know their best friend is struggling with this, and they don't know how to help. What can they do to help? You know, if your best friend tells you that the moon is made of green cheese, (laughs) don't challenge it. It's not going to work. What you do is you say, hey, uh, let's spend time together. I want to be with you. Mm -hmm. Because it is a commitment of your time that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. You're not going to change them. If they believe the moon is made of green cheese, they believe that. <clears throat> but you, your job is to be there for them. And so then you get the chances. Mm. Establish the relationship. Then you get the chances to say, wait, let's, let's see if you're right. Let's, you know, what are you going to lose by getting therapy? Oh, what are you going to lose? You're not going to lose anything. I had my most favorable responses by saying, I'm here with you. Mm. So, you know, I'll, I'll walk alongside you. And, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Those were the best responses. (coughs) Sorry. So thinking about it in a bigger way in the way it affects communities, do you have, I mean, one of the things that's been hard for me is, especially with all these school shootings we've been having, and then there's always the discussion afterwards about what will and won't help. And my heart always goes out to the families of everyone, not the victims, but also the person who has perpetrated perpetrated this crime to kill other people there's just so it's so multifaceted that i think sometimes we're very guilty of reducing 
a multifaceted situation down to just judgments. And so do you have any thoughts for us as a culture how we need to be thinking about this? Very difficult. Yes. Here's a stat. Less than 1% of those with mental illness are violent. And if they are violent, the vast majority of them are violent to themselves. So the Nicholas Cruz guy who gets all the publicity, mm-hmm. yeah, he's mentally ill. Uh, but he is the, uh, he's not the norm. The norm is people who commit suicide, like Patrick did. Now, mm-hmm. understand. Patrick could have well come in the house and shot me and Joe and mm-hmm. Ryan and Marcy. He could mm-hmm. have done that. But that's not what the stats show. The stats mm-hmm. show that they uh, do violence to themselves. Mm. Now, when you so say tragic. That, yeah, when you say that, you go, okay, okay. Uh, but. You know, the only time the media gets involved Mm. is when there's a violent episode with mass killings. Mm. And you want to go, no, 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 there's a lot more people who are suffering out there. Why don't you focus on the suicide rates? Why don't you do this or that? Uh, Surely. Surely you know better. And they do. Doug, we have only two minutes left on this episode. And and I want to mention peaceofmindtyler.com for more information, especially if you're suffering with any kind of mental health issues in your family. And I want to I want to thank you so much for being on the show, but also I want to say how blessed I am just to live in the same community with you and your beautiful family. Your wife Mo's very very dear to my heart. You and your family are the same way. And and I just admire Marcy and Ryan. I know they would be surprised to understand how much I admire them because they don't know me that well. But I do follow them. I'm a fan of theirs. And so I, I hope they'll listen. I hope they'll hear me say that and know how much I value them as young leaders and influencers. So bef- we have about one minute. Just share one big idea for me like what's your most important thing I want a crisis observation unit in Tyler Texas a one stop facility where police officers sheriffs deputies can take people who are suffering from mental illness rather than taking them to the jail well, you know what? I'm going to invite you back to talk some more about that. Will you come back and we'll figure out a way to, sure. to let people know that's a need. I wish we had more time. I have to say goodbye. Thank you so much for all you shared today. All right, and Thank you. Thank you for doing this. And if you want more, go to KathyCraffy.com for more information. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in peace.